The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. The top story this week, aside from the tragic loss of Sinead O'Connor, has to be these record levels of homelessness that were revealed. Record levels, the highest ever in the latest Department of Housing Homelessness report published just yesterday evening. Wayne Stanley, Executive Director of the Simon Community, has come in here on a Saturday morning to join me. Wayne, thank you so much. I very much doubt that these figures were surprising to you, but I wanted to ask you straight away, do they reflect a reality which is far worse? Uh, Yes, they do. I I mean, I suppose... To be fair to the department, they don't say they do anything other than that. I mean, what they are is the total number of people in uh, Section 10 funded, which is a funding model, uh, that are in emergency accommodation. Okay. So it doesn't include people who are rough sleeping. It doesn't include people who are in hidden homelessness. It doesn't include people um, who are on the verge of homelessness. You, you used a term there that I'd love you to explain, hidden homelessness. So what that is, is where somebody perhaps has is sleeping on couches of family and friends, um, has no permanent residence. Essentially, their life is on hold and they don't have a home. Mm. Um, the reason why, I suppose, <laughs> there are some people who argue we should just call it homelessness uh, and some people who argue perhaps, you know, because it's at the, they're at risk of homelessness rather than it. So I suppose we refer to it as hidden homelessness. That's one of the terms we use. I think what's important about it is, is, what we see is both families in that situation and individuals in that situation. That is the way that they, a, a significant percentage, end up in homelessness. So what we mm. see is somebody will lose their accommodation in the private rental market. Yes. They then do everything they can to avoid going into homeless services and they will stay with family and friends. And, you know, that will you know, for a period of time that will work or they'll be accommodated. But eventually, you know, relationships break down or it's just not possible or indeed they just feel they can't impose on their family. Absolutely. Anymore. I mean, there's that. And they're presenting to their And they, they say, oh, I'm going to stay at my mate Sean's house when in fact I'm going to see how I get on sleeping rough. And that is how it begins. Yeah. Or or they just present to the, to the local authority and they get... Um, uh, so what we would advise for anyone in that situation who has kind of come to the end of the road in those situations, absolutely present to your local authority. Mm. Uh, you know, they have a duty to provide you with See, some I, sort of emergency accommodation. In the time that I've spent working with places like the Mercy Law Resource Centre, shout out to them, they provide free legal aid to people who are at risk or trying to get out. We can't afford lawyers or legal representation. They do amazing work at helping people just on the fringes, just as you say, on the margins who just need that tiny little bit of help. But what amazed me was how close this thing is, that we tend to other those that are homeless when, in fact, as I've said and they've said, probably three to four poor decisions or unfortunate outcomes away from it being a reality for an awful lot of people listening this morning. Yeah, but I, I, I think that's absolutely true. And, and Mercy Law do fantastic work. They're very good colleagues uh, of ours and, and we work very closely with them and, and an absolutely fantastic organisation. I think what I would say is what we know from our experience and Mercy's experience and uh, from the experience international research tells us is that no matter how wealthy your country is, no matter the levels of addiction, mental health issues, uh, poor decisions that a person may make, ultimately, if you don't have secure, affordable accommodation in your system, 
you have increased homelessness. Okay. And that is true in Europe. That's true in the, in the mm. United States. I have a, uh, a colleague coming over from the United States to speak at our conference on the 25th of September who has written a book called Homelessness is a Housing Problem. And he, he saw in poor states like Mississippi, they have much less homelessness than a, a rich state like New York. I'm talking to Wayne Stanley, the executive director of the Simon Community, about these homelessness figures that have been released by the Department of Housing and Homelessness uh, in their report just yesterday. But it's not going to set the world on fire when I announce that on the radio. There is fatigue around this subject. I mean, these are the highest numbers ever. Why are people tired of this? Why aren't people on the streets marching over it? What has changed uh, since Glenn Hansard started his or, or summoned or manned the ship that Christmas and made that movement so big? The numbers were lower then. Yeah. What has changed? Um, I think... I, 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 I don't, I'm not sure people are, are tired of this. I, I think what is, I think, is the scale of it, I think, is um, beyond some people's understanding of what's happening. Because the truth is, while ho homelessness is very much the sharp end of what is a housing crisis, so the reason it's, as I say, when you have a broken housing system, you've increased homelessness. So it's the same reason why people, young people are emigrating, because they can't find accommodation. It's the same reason why... Um, we have, you know, the, the parents have their son, his partner and their two year old in a box room upstairs because they, and they can't find accommodation. So though that, that kind of is the other side of it. So it's the it's the entirety of the problem. Uh, I think people are and politicians will tell you um, that, you know, voters really care about this issue. So so politicians do what what I think, though, where I think we're falling down is that um there are solutions being put in place, but they're just not at the scale of what yes. we need for the for the crisis. So you'll see in the, you know, the government will talk about what they're doing with tenant in situ, which is very welcome, uh, you know, increasing the, the social housing stock. All those things are welcome and they, they will make incremental change. But the, the, I suppose where we're falling down is we're not seeing the crisis response mm. that is that is needed. And that is where I was going to go next, Wayne. You know, I want to know what you are calling for and what needs to happen? Because it seems like you need, you've requested uh, short term answers that will immediately affect the lives that are homeless right now, which is all well and good and essential. Yeah. But what you've just said there is that on top of that, there needs to be a sea change, a shift in the axis and the way this world turns in terms of this in this country. So we, we need sort of immediate responses, short term, and we need long term. I think one of the things I would say, uh, uh, and I think we need to be very clear about this, is homelessness is solvable. Um, it, it, you know, it's a at its at its core, it's a structural issue around the housing system. Um, but that means that policy decisions that have been made uh, that have led to the housing crisis, and even external factors that have contributed to it, they can be challenged and reversed, and we can do things differently. Um, we know that, you know, the frontline services of the Simon communities across Ireland are ending homelessness for individuals and families every single day. We need to do, be able to do more of that. And to do more of that, we need access to more accommodation, more homes. Um, so the immediate things we were looking at is there's a housing assistance payment 
which allows people to sort of uh, support people to get into the private rental market out of homelessness. We need to see increased rates there to bring it closer to market rents. Uh, we need to see the, the allocations that come from local authorities. We'd like to see those, uh, the percentage of those that go to people who are experiencing homelessness increased, at least while we wait for a quantum of uh, social housing being built every year that will actually deal with um, the housing need that's out there. Let me get some of our texters involved here. As always, the text number is 53106. Text costs 30 cent. You can WhatsApp us on 87 106. And always you can email the show Anton at Newstalk.com. I am not Anton Savage, just to clarify in case you're tuning in on the way home from your park run. This is Jarlath Regan standing in for Anton Savage this Saturday, talking to Wayne Stanley, the executive director of the Simon community, about these record homelessness numbers that have come in. And, you know, we've been having a kind of a broad ranging discussion all morning about what we're looking at in Ireland and included in that is the situation on our streets where these people are living, uh, the crimes that we are seeing. Now, we've had people text in to say uh, one texter says, I am a long serving guard that worked in a guard station in the late 90s. It is worse now for a variety of reasons, he says. I won't go into those here for lack of space, but make no mistake, I was literally arresting grandparents, the grandparents of those that are attacking people in the street, in the same streets today that their teenage themselves, uh, that were teenagers themselves at that point. It's not now, it's not new at all. It's a cultural problem, not a matter of resources. There is and always was resources in the city. There is plenty of compassion in the courts, the probation service, etc. But nothing at the end that compels good behaviour among an utterly de- uh, degenerate part of the people. That's the opinion of one texter. And I mean, we could have changed the line at the end of that to, to be about homelessness. And a lot of those same points could stand, Wayne. Another texter says, hi, Charlotte. That was an Excellent conversation between yourself, Amanda and Gerald. In 1974, on my way home from an inner city secondary school, I was attacked by five boys aged 14 to 16. I got a boot in the rocks, followed by a boot to the face and five thumps. The boys strolled off down the road laughing and I was lucky it wasn't worse. I think the difference now is how the level of violence has increased to the point where these cowards are willing to kill or maim. What is driving this is the question. Homeless people and drug addicts are not the problem. They are too busy surviving, is what this texture says. It is the punishments now don't fit the crime from Kev. As I say, keep the text coming in 53106. Wayne, I sometimes the water gets muddied, doesn't it, on these issues? And one of the things when I... Google homelessness in Ireland is the question of it comes up over and over on every social media platform you find that our government is more focused on taking care of those who have just arrived in the country than those that have been. Now, what do you say to that? That's not my opinion. That's the opinion of an awful lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's not true. There is, and I say this categorically and I've said it in a number of different forums, there is nobody in Ireland who's experiencing homelessness because refugees and asylum seekers have come to this country. That just is not the case. And there's no more to be said. I mean, as I said... Is it making life more difficult for you that people are saying this? 
the people are saying it. I don't think so. I think the supporters of the, the Simon communities um, know the good work that we do and continue to, to support us. But when I bring I up the, the idea of fatigue around the subject, it has to be a factor. Um, if I suppose if that argument was to gain traction outside of social media, uh, where I think it, on you know on some platforms it, mm. clearly the, you know the, those things get uh, what's the word um, I want to say enlightened that's not the right word uh, uh, sure it, it, it's an echo chamber echo chamber yeah yeah um, and the I, and I think it it can but I think when we step back from it conversations I have people people have raised that with me but raised it rather as a question rather mm. than as a statement like is it is it true is it thing so people are interested and engaging with it. But um, I think all of the we're as across all of the NGOs, we would all make the exact same statement that it isn't a factor in the increasing number of people in homelessness. Wayne Stanley, Executive Director of the Simon Community. Thank you so much for coming in this Saturday morning. It's very easy to help the Simon Community in what they do. Visit their website, make a donation. They need them to do their work. I really appreciate you coming in. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.